0: Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it.
1: All right, guys, Jennifer LeClaire back here with you again. As promised, we're concluding this mini-series on the spirit of paranoia. On whatever platform you're watching this, please, please, please share this with someone who really, really, really needs it. This is a spirit. Now you can be paranoid and not have a spirit attacking you. You can just be paranoid in and of your own self. You can be paranoid because you have a mental illness. God forbid. But there is a spirit of paranoia that is rising in this season to attack believers. Last week it attacked me. I just listen. I discerned something in the spirit. I felt a rumbling. I felt something was coming at me and it was the Holy Ghost. But because nobody around me seemed to sense it, because it was dismissed by others round and about me whom I trust, I began to wonder, am I just being paranoid. Have you ever had that thought where you're discerning something, you're seeing something in the spirit, you're picking up on something, the Holy Ghost is moving and nobody else gets it. Nobody else understands it. Nobody else is sensing it. And then you just sort of wonder, Am I just being paranoid? Because nothing's happening. Nothing's moving. Nothing's shaking. Nothing's changing. This happened to me, uh, last week where I sensed something and nothing immediately was happening. Uh, but about three days later, bam what I sensed in the spirit came. And then I realized I wasn't being paranoid. I was being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. And I have a great track record for sensing and warning and and, and seeing in the spirit. This is why uh, I teach or am teaching this afternoon uh, on my school of prayer and intercession about the role of the watchman. I have a track record for nearly 20 years and being very accurate in this. But when people around you are saying, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't see it. You know, sometimes that spirit of paranoia or that vain imagination will come in and say, ah, you're just being paranoid. And this assignment or this attack was meant to catch me off guard. It was meant to get me back on my heels. It was meant to cause me to dismiss What I was sensing to put it on a shelf to forget about it and move on. And that way I would not be on guard. I would not be on the offense. So now this is how the spirit attacked me, but it's attacking other people in many different ways. Some people are just paranoid. They're going to be betrayed. Some people are paranoid that their spouse is cheating on them. Some people are paranoid that their children are doing Drugs. Some people are paranoid that they're going to get fired. Some people are paranoid that the pastor does not like them. And I don't mean just a mild feeling of, uh, gosh, I hope they like me, or gosh, I hope I don't lose my job. I mean the kind of paranoia, the kind of vain imaginations that keep you up at night. And so I've been doing a series on this because when I feel very strongly about something, I want to teach you in bite-sized pieces. We've been doing 20-minute series uh, all week on this. So today, we're going to talk about how to overcome it, how to push it back, okay? How to conquer it, how to send it fleeing, how to make it run like it has made you run. But let's define paranoia for some of you that were not on parts one and parts two. You can go back and find those on YouTube officially beginning tomorrow, one a day, officially beginning tomorrow. Now, paranoia is a tendency. This is the Merriam-Webster's dictionary definition. Always helpful to know what we're talking about. Paranoia is a tendency on the part of an individual or group toward excessive or irrational suspiciousness and distrustfulness of others. Now, I've taught you And all three broadcasts, suspicion blocks discernment. Suspicion comes from the soul, discernment from the spirit. Distrustfulness is not the posture that you want to take with your life because your distrust of man will eventually seep over into your relationship with God. Let me say that again, your distrust of man, your distrust of people will eventually seep over into your relationship with God. And you'll begin then to not trust God in certain areas because you've taken on a persecution complex. You've taken on a paranoid, schizophrenic mindset, double-minded, don't know who's for you, don't know who's against you. So I'm not going to rehash all of the different signs or ways to tell if this is potentially attacking you. You can go watch the other videos, but we see that it can follow an attack from the spirit of betrayal. You've been betrayed a lot. Your trust has been broken over and over. You are a prime candidate for this voice to come to you. Or when you are a a really prophetic person and no one seems to accept your voice the enemy can try to cause you to think that you're not hearing from God. You can be paranoid. Am I going to miss it? Did I miss it? Am I missing it? How am, I gonna, am I missing it? Did I miss it? Will I miss it? And so, you know, especially if you have missed it, sometimes prophetic people miss it two or three times in a row, and then they get paranoid and they lose confidence that they ever see anything, right? And so we have to understand that the enemy is very savvy, He's very subtle at times and he's very loud at times. He moves in many, many, many different ways. And one of them in the season is the voice of paranoia. It's an attack against your mind, okay? And we know that is where the majority of your battles lie. It's right here in the mind. I want you to take my School of Spiritual Warfare. You can take that at DV and learn how to combat at a deeper level all kinds of spirits. And, uh, opposition that you, uh, come across in your walk with God. Now, today we are going to focus on pushing back the spirit of paranoia. And again, you don't have to, it doesn't have, you can be uh, paranoid without it being a spirit. You can just be, uh, you know, uh, you can have a mental illness, you can just be slightly paranoid. but when paranoia is plaguing you, when it just doesn't stop, when this voice just won't shut up, that is a good indication that it's a spirit. All right. So now go with me here to Philippians 4 and 8. And then the first way that we uh, overcome the spirit of paranoia, which again is a cousin of dread. It's a cousin of fear, it's a cousin of anxiety. And these things escalate. First, you're a little anxious, a little fearful, you're dreading. You can walk your way right into full-blown paranoia. Now, choose not, number one, choose not to think paranoid thoughts. Stop it. You get to choose what you're thinking. Nobody else can choose your thoughts for you. Nobody. I can help you think about something else by talking to you about something else. I can help you... By changing the subject, I can get your mind off a thing long enough maybe for you to come to your senses and rise up and fight, but I cannot think your thoughts for you. And if you don't choose your thoughts wisely, the devil will choose them for you. I can't, but he will. He will choose your thoughts by inserting vain imaginations, by whispering to your soul. Come on, this is good teaching. I'm teaching better than your are. Amen out there. Come on now. This is good teaching. Choose not to think paranoid thoughts. If you don't choose your thoughts, the devil will choose them for you. He will whisper. He will shout. He will stomp. He will send uh, billboards and play music on the radio while you're in the gym that reminds you of certain things that causes you to re- to go backwards in time to a painful place, to a place to betrayal. The spirit of paranoia, as all spirits are, are very savvy. They're, they're not stupid. Demons are not stupid, okay? Sometimes I think Christians uh, aren't quite as savvy as some of the demons because these, these these spirits just keep getting one over on us, even though Paul said, don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. not that what he said? That's what he said, inspired by who? The Holy Ghost. Now, choose not to think paranoid thoughts. Philippians 4 and 8 It's a very familiar scripture. This is what you need to remember when your mind is getting attacked okay because you can probably memorize I can probably read Philippians 4 and 8 and you're probably like I know exactly what that says I know isn't that awesome you've memorized that so have I but When we're under attack, it seems as if we forget half of what we learned. It seems as if we uh, have rusty swords or swords that stay in the sheath. Instead of pulling out the sword of the spirit and swinging it and saying it is written like Jesus did in the wilderness when he was battling the enemy during his temptation, we see here that we forget what the word says because we're being bombarded. I get it. It happens to all good people. Amen. Listen, Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, and whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think on these things. Number two, so think on those things. If it's not good, if it's not pure, if it's not lovely, don't think about it. It's really simple, right? God is good, and He gives us good thoughts. The thoughts He has for us are pla- are good. They're, they, they're they're plans of a future and a hope. So, so if it's not love, if it's not peace, if it's not joy, if it's not the fruit of the spirit, it, then you need not to think it. Go go slap somebody in your in your office and just say, "Hey, quit thinking those thoughts." <laughs> Amen. Don't do that. Now, number two, focus on Jesus. Focus on Him. I know the enemy comes pop, 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 pop. And sometimes the thoughts are coming so fast, you can't even tell you what the, you can't, couldn't even tell anybody what the enemy's saying. You just feel oppressed at that point. Focus on him. The Bible says in Isaiah, he who focuses on me, I will keep him in perfect peace. Perfect peace. Not, not the world's peace, supernatural peace. Not, not, not the world's peace, not the new age peace, not the Buddhist peace, not, 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 not any kind of peace, but the peace of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit, one of his names, is the Spirit of Peace. So think about him. Get your mind off the devil and think about your God who saved you, who died for you, who paid the price so that you could walk in peace. Put on your shoes of peace. Metaphorically do it. Metaphorically do it. Put on your metaphor, or go find a, get a, you know what? If you're going through, uh, this is a word for somebody. So somebody is, <laughs> somebody is watching me. And you just don't have any peace. You know what I want you to do? I want you to go out and buy a new pair of shoes, new pair of sneakers, or get an old pair. And on the bottom, in big marker, write peace. And every time you feel like you're going to lose your peace, go put those shoes on. And it's a sign and a symbol that reminds you that you're going to walk in peace. You can walk in peace, then you'll walk in power. You can't be powerful if you're, in, if you're not in peace. When you lose your peace, you can't effectively minister to other people. You must Come from a place of peace. You could be pitiful or powerful. You choose. Peace is the decision maker. Peace is the umpire. So focus on Jesus. He will give you peace. Number three, if, if it's betrayal that's led to your paranoia, if you're paranoid like that people are going to hurt you, if, if, if that's your, your, your hang up, it, it, it's like a people issue. It's like a trust issue with people. Beloved, you've got to do some forgiveness. You've got to press in to forgive those who abused you, accused you, persecuted you, used you, hurt you, wounded you, betrayed you, cheated on you, stole from you. Can I just go down the list? You have to forgive. And and, and that's one of the biggest areas where the enemy can get in and torment you because Jesus gives the parable of the one guy he, uh, you know, owed the head on show so much money and he would not, he didn't, he couldn't pay. And he was released with mercy. And then this other guy owed him a few dollars. And this guy who was forgiven much would not forgive a little. And they threw him in jail. The tormentors came. Go read that parable. It's powerful. I don't have time to get into it. This is not a message on forgiveness. But if you're dealing with a lot of mental warfare, make sure that you have forgiven. Because it could be possible that this tormenting spirit is attacking you. might be paranoia. might be something else. But healing starts when you forgive. I could go on and on of better stuff with that because this is not about that now number four trust in the Lord trust in the Lord trust in him trust in him even if your mother and your father forsake you the Lord will hold you and keep you he God is not a man that he should lie He is trustworthy. He's the faithful witness. He's the bright morning star. He's the good shepherd. He's the one who promised never to leave you or forsake you. And he's never going to hurt you either. And so many times when we're hurt a lot by people, we begin to think the Lord is going to hurt us as well. And we stop trusting him. The whole agenda of the enemy is to get you to stop trusting the Lord, to stop obeying him, to stop being a doer of the word. Because when we're not doing the word that we know, we're deceiving ourselves when we're not walking in the light that we have we are walking in a measure of darkness cast by the shadow of the enemy who is working roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour I am teaching way better than you're amening out there in Jesus name this is good stuff trust in the Lord let me read you from Psalm 31 verses 1 through 9 do not fret because of evildoers. Nor be jealous of those who do injustice. For they will quickly wither like the grass and fade like the green herbs. Trust in the Lord and do good. Listen to that. Trust in the Lord and do good. It's not, it's not enough. You want to defeat the enemy? Don't just trust in the Lord. Go out and do some good. Amen. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and practice faithfulness delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart commit your way to the lord trust also in him and he will bring it to pass he will be he will he will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. rest in the lord and wait patiently for him do not fret because of those who prosper in their way Or, or because of those who make wicked schemes, let go of anger. Uh oh, and forsake wrath. What? Do not fret; it surely leads to evil deeds. For evildoers will be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the earth. And you have to understand when you're, when you're, when you're paranoid, when you're worrying all the time, when you're fretting. These things lead you to do evil we're called not to repay evil for evil but to overcome evil with good and so trust in the lord and do good are you listening to me now last one and we're going to pray meditate on scripture renew your mind as to god's promises god's uh god's character god's love you know when i was very young i was just saved and i was really anxious about a lot of things because I didn't have um, a husband. He had run off. Um, I didn't have any money. And I spent all my money defending myself from a bogus uh, legal issue. And even though I was vindicated, um, I still didn't get that money back. So I was was pretty much penniless and on food stamps. And I I really battled with anxiety. Didn't get into paranoia, but I battled with anxiety. And I learned this verse and I, I put it on my refrigerator. And there's somebody watching me and you need to do that as well. You need to do that. And it's Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. And the Bible says, Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, with thanksgiving, prayer, and supplication, make your requests known to God. And then when you do that, there's a promise attached. That the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind In Christ Jesus. And so this is what I meditated on over and over and over. And I I defeated anxiety for the most part. There's all of us. We deal with situations in life where our immediate reaction is anxious, but then we calm down because remember what we learned. We remember what the Lord taught us and what we've been through and what he's taken us through and from and delivered us out of. Right. So this is a scripture that you need to be meditating on because anxiety, paranoia is like anxiety on steroids. And so if you are really, really having issues with this attack against your mind, I want you to meditate on that scripture, Philippians four, verses six through seven. I want you to keep your mind on the Lord. He'll keep you in peace. I want you to trust in him. I want you to, uh, forgive and I want you to choose your thoughts wisely so that the devil doesn't choose them for you. Do you got it? We're going to pray in a minute. I want to remind you, I'm going to Israel prophetic prayer tour. And I'm going to tell you about a free product that you can pick up from my website for free in just a moment. But I am going to Israel and I want you to come with me. If you can, my prayer tour is going to be just that a prayer tour. I'm not going to herd you around like cattle, giving you three to five minutes in every historic site where Jesus walked. I am going to give you time to soak, pray. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to be doing training, teaching. We're going to fellowship. It's the Israel 2020 Prayer Tour. And I want you to go sign up now if you can. It's going to be the the, the cutoff date is getting sooner by the day. tinyurl.com slash Israel with Jennifer. tinyurl.com slash Israel with Jennifer. Go get signed up for that. Amen. Go also and get uh, signed up for the role of the watchman, which I'm doing just after this, as well as the feeler, the feeler, which is part of the seer school. You can find these classes online at school, the spirit.tv. London, I'm coming back at you. We are doing the school, of the prophets and seers, and there is a few more slots available for that. You can register on my Eventbrite jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. New York, DC, I'm coming at you. It's on Eventbrite. Lots of stuff there for you to get involved in. Amen. Now the free book, there's a few things here. Number, number one, there's the free book, The Angels, Releasing the Angels of Abundant Harvest. I'm going to pray for you in just a minute. Releasing the Angels of Abundant Harvest. While supplies last, you can get this book free. The, this is tinyurl.com slash Angel Book Free. TinyURL.com slash Angel Book Free. You want to watch watch my weekly messages at Awakening House of Prayer? Go there, become a member at ahop.online. There's so much going on. Get on my mailing list, would you? Text 555-888. Text the word profit. P-R-O-P-H-E-T to 555-888. Follow the prompts you'll be able to get on my mailing list. You get all these cool stuff, free stuff, discount stuff that I never have enough time to tell you about while I'm on these streaming broadcasts. Amen. Let me pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus we give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify you today because you're good. Your mercies, they endure forever. God, we push back the spirit of paranoia in the name of Jesus. I break this wicked, nasty voice that's speaking to your people in the name of the Lord. We say, Lord, help us choose our thoughts wisely. We don't want to see the enemy choosing our thoughts. We need your help. God, we need your help. Help us, Lord. Strengthen us in our inner man. Help us to walk in peace, to walk in love, to fasten those shoes a piece. I just saw a picture, and somebody it's like you put on your shoes a piece, but it's like your shoelaces keep getting untied, so you're flopping along in your shoes. And when you go to kick the enemy, the shoe just flies off. You got to tie them tighter. Don't make it so easy for the devil to shake you out of your shoes. In the name of Jesus, God, would you help us today? I feel the Holy Ghost to push back the spirit of paranoia once and for all, to choose to stop agreeing with it, to stop tolerating it, to stop thinking about what the enemy wants us to think about and to start thinking about what you want us to think about. God, would you help us today? We don't want to go around this mountain again. I break and bind the voice of paranoia in the name of Jesus. Eshora she. And maybe you're watching this broadcast and you're not saved. Maybe you don't, you're not a believer. Maybe you're not a Christian. Maybe you're not a churchgoer. Maybe you're backslidden. Listen, whatever you want to call it, God wants to help you overcome these attacks against your mind. He wants you to be peaceful. I want you to go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God and find out how you can receive the Lord Jesus Christ, how you can live a better life, a life of peace and joy. Is it life perfect? No, life's never perfect, but it's a lot, of easier with Jesus. Would you go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God if you need to rededicate your life or if you need to give your life over to surrender to him as your Lord and Savior once and for all. He loves you and he wants you to be with him all the time, but your sins separates you from God. If you're not a believer, you have to repent and receive Christ. Go to jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God so that you too can come into relationship with your Savior and your father in heaven who loves you. Amen. I got to go. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning on the morning prayer call, 6 a.m. right here on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Bless you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can
0: visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or so into Operation Liberation, our missions arm at jenniferleclairorg slash missions.